This episode is sponsored in part by the Book Exchange, where Mountaineers go since 1934. Recorded live in Morgantown, West by God, Virginia, and across the world with your hosts, Kevin Jones, Deshaun Butler, John Flowers, and our lovely co-host, Ashley. This is the Final Forecast Podcast. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Final Forecast. I am one of your hosts, Deshaun Butler, and I am here with everyone except for Kevin because Kevin does not care for the show, nor does he care about people or human life. So make sure you remember that when you think of Kevin Jones. Not Deshaun Butler, Kevin Jones does not care for people. Oh, but but to the good news, I'm here with the great John Flowers. You already know what it is, Jake Float. I am also here with our lovely co-host Ashley. That's me. Dave's here, shockingly. Greetings, Pip Pip. <laughs> pip Pip. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Is yeah, it's what it's like. Pip Pip. Is like a, is that, that's a thing, right? Yeah, that's a thing over there, right? <laughs> yeah, man. Yes. I mean, how's everybody doing? What's going on, Flo? Good, man. You know, everybody gets you and uh, KJ confused all the time, too. So yeah, I know. That's why I had to say that one more time because, uh, I mean, she's just been like 10 years. We've been we've been dealing with this. So. In I'm what not, world? In what world relax, do you two actually, even remotely? Actually, relax. Relax. Or are, you try, are you trying to say I look good or terrible? I'm saying you look good, but you two look not, you don't look anything alike. You two are completely different. Thank you for making up for, making up for that, that, uh, that comment at first. I was worried, Ash. I thought you were trying to say that Kevin looks so great. And in what world do I look like Kevin? <laughs> so I was wondering where we were going with this. But uh, let's talk about more positive things. Like we have a special guest today. Yes. Hello. Sir. Am I the special do you, guest? Do you know who our guest is? Yes, you are the special guest. Oh, okay. What's up? Could, could, I got to introduce could myself? Please? Yes, I want you to do it. Uh, wow. Well, my name is Jalen Bridges, and I'm on the basketball team. We have Jalen Bridges on the show today. Shout out to Jalen Bridges. Hometown Talk hero. We already know what's going on. Yes, sir. Yes. <laughs> Hometown hero. Hometown hero. I like it. You should, you should run with that, bro. I like it. Mm-hmm. Love it. What's going on, Jay? Um, nothing much. Just sitting outside right now, just soaking up some of the sunlight. Been working out. Today's kind of my chill day, though. So after this, might hit the pool. Okay, excuse me. What, what, what pool are you hitting up, by the way? Just the one. <laughs> this isn't live. Don't worry. It's about the it. one at um, Chateau. It's right here. It's where I stay. Uh. Mm. Yeah, John. John spent some time in there. John spent some time in the Chateau. Nah, I never was at the Chateau. Yeah, yeah. I was always at the the, he was the right district. across the street. Don't the worry district. about it. We've been watching you for years. I was at the district pool. Uh, what other pools was popping? The Ridge used to the be Ridge, popping. Yeah, is what I say. That's what we was. Yeah, Deshaun used to call uh Sunday Sunday Fun Days. He said the whole thing. Not a, wasn't a whole thing. Awesome. Just some jungle few, juice. A few good people. Oh my god! On a Sunday. A few Ugh. good people. It's only like six of us. Only drink. Just to let you know. I only drink water. I was a little bit. 
Stay there hydrated. You go. Good guy. Stay hydrated. But Deshaun, would you would you used to put in that jungle juices like sherbet and a bunch of water, Hawaiian punch and a bunch of water, a bunch of water, straight water. Uh now I mean, what is that? That was that was that. First of all, that's not my concoction. That was a. Uh, it was your recipe. No, you it wasn't my personal it. recipe. No, I introduced you to it, yes, but it wasn't my personal recipe. The per- uh, okay. you, we all know who was responsible for that recipe. <laughs> they, they lived in that house, but we don't need to, to go into the particulars. Those are the individuals responsible for that recipe. So True. let's not let's not turn this into a show of telling. Let's just uh, JB man, how like you you just finished your first season? Yeah, like your actual first season of getting out there and doing your thing, like. Tell tell us like what that was like in comparison to your very first year on campus, like just as far as your mindset and everything. Um, I had to switch my mindset really fast because you can only get so much of a feel for the game in practice and during my first year. It definitely helped me prepare for like the physicality of the game, but the speed of the game kind of took me back this year because I just wasn't used to happen to literally play at 110% every possession or the offense is going to see that and they're going to expose you. So it was definitely different, but um, I took a I took a great advantage of my opportunity. I wish it could have been under better circumstances because I really wasn't getting to play and then I just got kind of thrown into the starting lineup. But I made the most of it, I feel like. Just got thrown into the starting lineup. Does the starting matter to you? I mean, not really, because I was I just wanted to play. However many minutes that was, if it was starting coming off the bench, I just want to help my team win. So if that's if they feel like starting me is the best way to do that or bringing me off the bench is the best way to do that, I have faith that they're that they know what they're doing. So that's a good answer. I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, who who, who are you doing your media training? So, who are you doing your media training? Nobody. With? I'm just me. I just keep it a hundred. Mess, mess is right. Mess is right behind his camera phone. Yeah. Right now. Brian Mess is right there. Shout out to Mess. Now I remember. I remember uh, when I first met you. You were uh, actually in Fairmont. You was working at a yeah. Poke Dot. You I was bust, busting tables. Busting tables oh, over. Yeah, for like a summer, oh. I was busting tables. Nice. Yeah, man. And uh, the the person I was with was telling me about you. Like, yeah, he might go to West Virginia. You know, he's a big time recruit from Fairmont. Uh, you, so you had a lot of recruits, like a lot of colleges coming after you, right? Yeah, like, I, what, had, what like, you, I think he was telling me you're supposed to go to prep school. I or, was, what was right, this was the situation. Like I went on my official visit at WVU on like Thursday through Sunday, I think. And I was supposed to leave for prep school like that Tuesday, the next Tuesday. And I just went on my visit and like, I don't know what it was, but something just said in me that I don't want to waste these other coaches time. Like, this is home for me. Why would I not go here and do something that nobody has ever done from here? So um, I was supposed to leave that Tuesday. I called Everhart first and I told him I wanted to commit and he got me on the phone with hugs. And that's when I asked him if I could enroll early, if there was any possibility of that. And due to my grades, they were able to get me in early because I had good grades. And it really was just kind of a cakewalk to squeeze me in. That's kind of how it went. I had That was my first visit, too. I had four scheduled after that, but I didn't want to waste nobody's time. But I, my mind was already kind of made up. 
other schools were coming after you? I think in my top five, it was like I had a visit Alabama, um, Xavier, Indiana. Damn, Jalen. And someone else. <laughs> I mean, those are. <laughs> so why, why, why prep school? I mean, I just didn't feel like I was ready to step in and play my fr- my freshman year of college because I was still kind of skinny. Like I was a buck eighty, buck ninety, and I'm still skinny now. That's the craziest yeah. part. But yeah, I just yeah. I wasn't ready to make that transition yet, and I felt like mentally I wasn't locked in enough to just go play college basketball. Like I just needed a little bit more time. So. They got me in red shirt and me. I was able to learn the system, and it they benefited me honestly. Nice. Who who, who shows you around on your visit that made you commit to WVU on your first um the first goal? I was with Everhart most of the time. Like he was the one that was showing me around, but it was a little bit of everyone. Hugs oh, yeah. drove me around, and yeah, it was a little bit of everybody. Oh, you didn't you didn't do the the whole party thing and stay in the stay oh in the yeah yeah yeah, yeah definitely I was with um yeah. Emmett that's what I, I was with know Emmett about. I don't want that's that's how me uh, and Emmett got so close that was like my big brother like it's like we're like yeah. the same person it was kind of weird he's from West Coast I'm from here and like we're still like the exact same person it's just it's crazy how stuff like that works out mm-hmm. that's true. Cause you couldn't have told me. You couldn't have paid me money today to say I would still be friends with John Flowers. <laughs> All he did was talk crap. All he did was talk trash. So true. First day I met him, I was like, yeah, I hate this kid. Only took four or five months. I love him. He was loved. <laughs> anyway, speaking of Emmett, though. Speaking of Emmett, like, how, how did you feel when, like, you heard everyone was leaving and and like, how do you feel about? I mean, just a lot of the team. Just from out. the locker room talks, you know, you guys know how that is. Like, you can kind of tell what people are leaning what way and what direction for the off season. So I wouldn't say it was unexpected, but it it really sucks when you see them packing their bags up and they're really leaving and they're not coming back. But I think made a decision that's going to be very beneficial to him. He'll be at home. He'll be able to work with his guys. And I feel like he'll be able to take his game to the next level, but it sucks. You didn't, you didn't try to talk him into. I stand. did, but there's only so much I can do. But go, because I mean, this is this is what we had to. I mean, us, me, Deshaun, KJ, us being going to the Final Four and being the best team in WVU school history. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like all we kept hearing about was how y'all had the Final Four team. And y'all was better than us, and y'all was gonna go so far. And like, how, like, how did it feel after the season? Did you feel like mm. you let the state down, or how? how I did mean, you feel? Like, I want to say we let anybody down because we we went through a no. lot of adversity from O leaving to Zay going out with a season-ending injury in our what ninth game. So we had to rebrand ourselves basically, and. We were still able to find some success with me. I, I wasn't even playing. I didn't know anything. And we were able to win some games. We won a game in the tournament. So it's like for from other people's views, like they don't know what really went on this season. They say that we kind of let them down. But as far as us, from our standpoint, we're proud of the way it ended. We wish we could have obviously made a deeper run in the tournament. But like 
we went through so much and then to deal with COVID on top of that. And we still made some successful runs towards the end. So I would say we ain't let nobody down. Facts. I mean, that's, that's all that matters is y'all opinion. So. This makes us hungrier for next year. That's all. Exactly. So, how was it uh, playing for Coach Hugs? I mean, you've been with yeah. him for two years, but how was it actually suiting up for him and being on the court? Um, I would say he, he'll he do anything to win. Like, he, he just – the way he thinks about the game is just completely different from any other coach I've been around. Like he tells me things and I'm just like, what? And it, it makes it makes sense though. Like I'm just how do you like how do you think like that? But he's like a genuine dude. Like people see him on TV, they think he's just like some aggressive ass old dude, but nah, he's really like like he really <laughs> loves us. Like we're his own and he'd do anything for us and he knows that we'd do anything for him. So he's a great dude. That's awesome. That's a fact. Yeah. Someone asked me the other day about that. They were just like, my bad, Ash. They were like, yeah, like, uh, how is the plan for him? I know he's going to, like, he's going to go crazy on you guys all the time. I'm like, "Uh, we're going to get killed all the time. Yeah. uh, He has his days, but, like, for the most part, he's just chill. Yeah, he's chill. It's usually Harry and Emar and Coach Everhart that be doing (laughs) Yeah, they, they, they'll gas everything else. Coach Harry. Yeah, and then Emar will start piggybacking off of what Coach Harry says, like, put him on the baseline, Coach. Put him on the baseline. The line, yeah, we had to live through that. Have you had the Coach Harrison ran practice yet? Um, I think once. Just Coach Harrison? I think once last year. I think. Those are – did he start the practice over every time he messed up? I think we did Laker Trail like six times in a row. Like, um, like six oh. times. That's nothing. Coach Harrison's going soft, too. I see it. Hey. Oh this dude broke a fight out when Friday. If this is them going soft, I don't want to know what they was like when they was coaching y'all. I know. We didn't want to either. But here we are. So we have a ton of questions from our listeners. I mean, like a ton. So we should probably get into with, those. I'm not done with my questions. Go ahead, John. But <laughs> when uh, Big O left in the middle of the season, did was that unexpected to, to you or to the rest of the team? I mean, with Oscar, you... like, he's, I'm not saying this in a bad way, but, like, he's not used to the type of coaching that he got here. Like, I, that's a good way to put it. Like, people usually never really yelled at him. So this was kind of a wake-up call that, you're not doing everything right, so you're not going to stay on the floor. And I felt like it was hard for him to comprehend that at times. But I would still say I was not expecting him to leave because we had a meeting or something with compliance. And then after that, he walked out and he never came back. It was the day after his best game of the year. So it was like, all right, we got big old back. We're about to get this thing rolling. And then next thing you know, yeah. WU Center has transfer portal. But same thing for him. It's I feel like he'll be in a situation that will benefit him a little bit more. He'll be able to learn from those guys in a different, like, tone, I'd say. But it sucks losing a guy, especially like, oh, I've played AAU with him, like, for five years. So it goes – it's before yeah. West Virginia for me and him. But I'll always support him in everything he does. 
How do you, how do you feel about the transfer portal in general? It's like, it's it's crazy. Like, um, it's like Kansas took advantage of it. They're lowing up a little bit, especially because guys get that immediate eligibility. So it leads to situations like yeah. that. But I don't really mind it. It just brings more competition, which I'm all for. I don't care who's in front of me. I'm going to do what I do, play hard. I don't really care. It messes, it messes up high up, school recruiting. I think it messes though. up things. Bad. Yeah. And I, I, think it, I think it also messes up things from, like, a, a, a chemistry standpoint because basically you got a whole new team this year. I don't really don't even know <laughs> most of the yeah, guys. I've met, so far in. I've met one of them. I met Damone DC. Mm. So it's gonna be it's gonna be different yeah. for sure, but we got a lot of different guys and a lot of good pieces that will fit with what we have coming back. So I think we'll be all right. Yeah. And then uh, DC left. How did you feel about that? Like it was a. I don't. I really don't know what was it going was, on. It was crazy. I was, was you confused. confused? Cause <laughs> I mean, I felt like he was going to stay in the draft just because, like, yeah. when he told us that he didn't, it was like, well, they're posting it, so obviously he did. But um, <laughs> that was that situation. But once again, like I said with Oscar and Emmett, that's that's his decision. He wants to chase his dream that he's had since he was a kid, so – why not? Why not go do that? You yeah. feel the times right? Go, go get your money. Go do what you want to do. I'm gonna support you. You're still my bro. It is what it is. You're making that. You're making that decision for you. So, I feel like I feel like you could have talk, talked everybody into staying. So I'm, I'm just gonna blame you. I don't think I could have. <laughs> Cause you played with Oscar for five years, you could have talked to him out of it. He, he was leaving. Now. He your walked out and never came back. He already made up. <laughs> JB, bro, he's already made up his mind. He's blaming you, so don't worry about it. Emmett, Emmett, You're not gonna change Emmett's his mind. Your man's. Emmett took you around, showed you camp. That's your man. Y'all the same person. That's what you said. And then DC, I don't know, but I ain't gonna blame you for DC. Nah, I'm, I'm messing with you though. But yeah, man. It's, what are your uh, expectations for next um, season? Though? I honestly think we'll be better. Honestly. I'll, yeah. Better? That's because Why you think that? we got two shot blockers coming in. We'll have Isaiah back. Depending on which of the NBA guys that entered the draft, depending on whoever out of them comes back, I think we'll be all right because – when is when is their decision? When do they have to make either, that decision? Either the June or July seventh. I think it's July, so they got some time. Mm-hmm. But kind of have an idea who's doing what, but can't really say. I keep it confidential. <laughs> yeah, yeah don't, you don't have to. he's not gonna squeal. Damn it! No, gotta keep, gotta keep it confidential. <laughs> I kind of have an idea too. I think I, I'm gonna just say that. You can, I can say, say it. I'm, I'm just. Yeah, I think, you're yeah. I think Deuce is leaving, and McNeil and uh, Taz are coming back. So be great. <laughs> Jay, Jay Sean, what do you it's think? It's an interesting theory. I agree. Professional. Mm, I don't know. I just feel like everybody's coming back except for probably DC. Except for DC, Deuce. Derek Culver. Well, Derek, he can't come back. Yeah, some saying. That's what I said. I, I think yeah. everyone's coming back except for DC. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Got you. 
It's a stupid take, but I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, only so reason why I think Deuce is coming back is because he was at the spring game, you know, and he, he shows out a lot for Mountaineer Nation. So, like, that leads me to believe that he'll be back. But I guess it depends. I don't know, man. It just depends on what happens in the draft. But I might have to go with Day on this one. I think that Sean and Deuce and Taz are all coming back. What did Deuce do at the spring game? He's playing football. He's playing like football. He's yeah, dude, game. did you not see? He's nah, they had like really a, playing football. They like had he was like showing some of those guys. Skills, little competition, and they had they made a football jersey for him. He threw it on, and like they had him doing some drills with their like starting quarterback and their backup. I think he beat the backup in one of them though. Oh, that's I ain't tough. gonna lie. I think it was like the, yes, the corner end zone. He actually yeah. showed some skills. Which is crazy because I would go out there and I wouldn't miss a throw. That's that's just that's just me though. Miss yeah. opportunity though. When I was little, football? they told me I was too watch. tall and too fast to be quarterback. Oh. I don't know what that means. Too tall and too fast too to be quarterback. Too tall and too fast. I never He's played a again. Player. But I'm I'd still be a dog. That's, yeah. that's what stops you. Those I'm compliments too tall stopped you. And too fast. You're too, you're too fast. They wouldn't too let strong. me. They wouldn't let me play too the position that play. I wanted to play. I don't know why, but mm-hmm. I quit. I quit. You was gonna get folded up. I stopped you playing after fast. that year. I was too good. They was hating they didn't on want me. You to get hurt. My dad wouldn't let me play in mm-hmm. high school. I wanted to play receiver. <laughs> I told the coach I would just run straight go routes <laughs> and just throw throw the ball up. <laughs> Sheesh. That's probably true. You're making a lot of you made a lot of demands for somebody that never played but consistent football. You gotta understand. <laughs> I went to a public high school in West Virginia. We don't really got that much talent like that. So when you see a six yeah. seven basketball player who wants to play football, you kind of gotta listen to what he has to say because that can help your team. Fucks. <laughs> I like yeah. How that. many other even football teams in this state have somebody that's six foot? Probably seven nobody. Probably honestly. nobody. But yeah, my dad was—he didn't want me to play. He didn't want me to mess up none of my recruitment if I got hurt. So that was probably a smart decision. I just Maybe turned twenty. Nineteen. Fourteen. Okay. No longer Ask a with, with your questions oh. from the Yeah, fans. we got a lot. By the way, I thought I should interject with this because someone on the message board on Facebook said that they have inside info, which we know what that means in West Virginia. <laughs> but they said that all three are coming back. That's what they heard. So we'll, we'll see, see if the rumor mill stands true. Hopefully. All right. Hopefully. Um, but we'll see. <laughs> yeah, we shall see. If you love to show your WVU school spirit with the latest fashion and styles and with a wide selection of WV merch, check out the Book Exchange at bookexchangewv.com or in-store on the downtown and Evansdale campuses in Morgantown. Save 25% off your order with promo code BX4FINAL4. Nathan Jackson asks, who is your favorite athlete of all time? Besides me, just cut me out of it. <laughs> like he was going to say you. <laughs> he was. He grew up in West Virginia, you know. I know he used to watch me all the time. But I, know, I know that. This, this is our private talks we have. But go ahead, JP. Um, I would say that my favorite athlete of all time is 
either Michael Jordan, Kobe, or for football, I'll throw Pat White in there because I used to nice. love Pat White. Mm-hmm. Great I like pack. that one. Pat White's awesome. Yeah, um, that's Deshaun's mask. He was a Pat? dog. Pat, yeah, he was. He was that team. Are that 07 team with Slayton and Pat White. And, oh, dude. Insane. They were crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Speaking of which, weren't they supposed to? They were gonna come on our show, right? Didn't we talk to them? Yeah, we have yeah, to Steve's... date though. Okay, Dave, get it. All right. Yeah, uh, talking Westy. Deshaun. You know how that goes. Deshaun <laughs> plans stuff and then it doesn't go through. Happens, happens to the best of us. All the time. Yep. Westy twenty three. Favorite game ever played. Um I don't know. I played a lot of a lot of games. Mm-hmm. I would say my favorite game that I've ever played was the it was this year at Texas Tech. Um, it was a super hard-fought game. You know, tempers were flying everywhere. Chris Beard got ejected. And I ain't <laughs> never seen anything like that ever in basketball. He was sitting on the ground. It's <laughs> like, bro, I was crying. Like, I've never laughed that hard in a basketball game ever. So that's probably my favorite game. <laughs> Yeah, that was a good one. That was wild. It was crazy. Um, fan, the fans were so mad. Is that the, <laughs> is, is that the uh, game where, like, one of the guards was talking mad shit? Like, he called game. He shot the – he shot, like, um, uh, three at the end of the game and called game, but he missed it? Nah, that's not that game. I don't think so because we won by, like, eight or nine or ten. We had free throws at the end. That's the oh, one where the coach. coach walked up to hugs and shook his hand. And shook his hand after and just walked off the court. <laughs> that was he funny. He stopped his whole little performance to give hugs and handshaking, and that was it. At least he gave hugs respect. I loved that part. That was great. It was... All right, Mountaineer SZN, what's your expectations going into next season, and how do you think things will be better? Which I think you kind of answered part of that, but go ahead. Um, I feel like if we continue with our little four-out, one-in offense, we'll have Isaiah either at the four or five. He's 6'11 and can do basically everything. And then we got we added two shot blockers, which will help us on defense. We added a really good, experienced guard. So I feel like we'll just – we'll have all the necessary tools we need. It's just how far we want to go with our mindset, how – together how like I'm trying to think how to word this like how much we can band together to reach the same common goal because sometimes guys want to do this guys want to do this for their own like personal accolades and at this level that stuff's all cool but it's going to be the team that really is playing together who brings that national championship home amen All right, Sir Duke 112, for the average Joes at home, what's the meaning of the number change? Um, So I usually try to wear a number 11 whenever I can. It's for my uncle who passed away. That was his number in high school and college. So last year I was number two, which is like the same thing as 11. If you take it like this, it's one plus one equals two. So that's mm-hmm. that was the best I could do. So now Emmett left and I'm back to that 11. And 
that's who I do everything for, my uncle. He's not here. He loved the game of basketball, loved me. And I'm just trying to, like, memorialize him the best way I can, and that's by wearing that number 11 and trying my hardest. You didn't, dope, dope. You didn't ask Emmett for the, for the jersey? I did, but it was, like, it was too complicated for me to change my number again and him to change his. So I just – I just figured he'd be gone, so I asked Kyle. I was like, can I get 11 next year? And then he actually ended up leaving, and so I shot Kyle a text. Can I get number 11? He was like, yeah, I got you. So I'm back in the 11. Mm, so almost sad. as if you planned it. <laughs> almost as if you tried The real it. reason <laughs> Emmett left. I think it's more fate than anything else, it don't you think? Fate. I think that could be fate. It's just all the all the pieces yeah, are falling into the position Could that they need fake. to be. Exactly. That is like crazy. All right. Um, let's see. Chris Garner on Twitter asks, what is it like being the West Virginia guy on the team and seeing all the Twitter hate from so-called West Virginians uh, uh, directed at good people like J5 or Emmett or Oscar or whoever? Yeah, it makes me mad because, like, People see us on the TV as just athletes, and if you really like took the time to get to know us, like we're people just like everybody else. We have emotions, we have feelings. So to go out of your way to mention players and all of that, just to hate on them, like why are you taking the time out of your day to do that when you don't? You can just watch it and be disgusted. You don't got to say nothing. Like it is what it is. We're obviously not happy when we lose. So why would you take it that extra step to go send a player death threats, tell them this, tell them that? And it's just it's just so frustrating because especially guys like Jordan. Jordan's one of the most genuine humans I've ever met, and he's received, like, probably the most hate out of all of our teammates. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's, it's just baffling because everyone's such a good person, and people see you on that TV screen and automatically assume you're this way or that way. So... It's just yeah. frustrating. Although I'm on a I'm on a theory. I don't know that those are actual Mountaineer fans. I have a theory that a lot of those are sports betters. They gotta be. There's no way. Like there's no way well, you're you know, that mad. Like, no. <laughs> and we grew up in West Virginia. I mean, I would never, never in a million years, despite how frustrated I am, go on Twitter and give some death threats. Yeah, like, like that's that, wild. That's crazy. Like I don't understand yeah. it, but people hide so behind there was, counts there, there was mm-hmm. really death threats yes like yeah. like dead ass like dm <laughs> saying i'm gonna kill you i'm gonna kill your family this you suck go back to wherever like that's just so unnecessary like guarantee, i guarantee you if we played one of those people in one-on-one it would be very bad exactly I mean, half those people probably have never so touched a basketball on the couch yeah exactly so what's the what's real. the protocol for that though like if you get death threats you, you told somebody and i mean personally did you, I, did you? i've received a couple i'm not even gonna lie people say whatever what? yeah like it's always gonna be somebody on instagram twitter saying some crazy stuff so i try to stay away from it but sometimes i just get I get sucked into it and I just got to respond. But usually they either report it to the coaches or whoever. I don't know who to go for it, go to it about, but I just keep it to myself whenever stuff like that happens. Or I'll just respond myself and quiet that down. But people think we don't got time. It's yeah. the summer. I got all the time in the world. 
I get my workouts done early, and then I got the rest of the day. Nah, you ain't, you ain't, nah, don't even get involved in that, man. Not at all. I try not to. I By the way, there's an FBI tip line for stuff like that. Yeah. Someone gives you a death threat on the internet. But I got, I got one more question. I got a question, like, being home, like, being so close to home, you... That didn't go into a big decision for you staying in West Virginia. Like, like I, can, I know, like, I didn't, I was being recruited by Maryland and GW, which is in the yeah. D.C. area. I wanted to get away from home because I knew, like, it was a lot of distractions there. I know Deshaun kind of said the same thing. He didn't want to be in Jersey. I think that's what he said. I mean, but, uh, for me personally, like, I've always had, like, a strong family foundation behind me, so... My grandpa, my grandparents, my cousins, my aunts, they try to travel to all my AU stuff, all my high school stuff whenever they can. So, like, being able to play at the biggest stage and stay at home so they can all still attend the games, it's a 15, 30-minute drive for them. That's, like, mm-hmm. that's that's all you need right there. Like, there's obviously going to be mm-hmm. negative factors because of home, but it gets to a point in life where you got to separate yourself and really just – if you want to reach your goal, you got to block everything else out. And no matter where you're at, there's always going to be distractions. You just got to stay the course and do what you do and stay disciplined, and it'll take care of itself. That's how I view it. You're awfully mature for your age. Like, your maturity saying, level is pretty high, I got to say. Messily did a I great job it. training this guy with. It's all from the heart. <laughs> I ain't lying. No training. I love it. But is, are there a lot of, like, haters from back home, or you get I mean, more love than hate? I say I get more love than hate because, like I said, out of West, out of Fairmont, West Virginia, we've recently had a couple dudes, but nobody really ever – they'll make it to that level, but they, they always mess up, do something, get sidetracked, and they're yeah. right back at the bottom, right back in Fairmont. And now you see guys like Darius, who's in the NFL, Dante, who's going to get drafted next year. And then me. So it's like everybody loves us because they've never really had people to look up to like that, that are really reaching their dreams that they've had since a little since they were a little kid. And they're showing other kids from around the state that they can do the same thing. That's how that's how everybody kind of views us, I'd say. That's that's dope. For sure. That's dope. Um, See, Joel on Twitter. What's one thing about hugs that people might not know? Um, like I said earlier, like people see him on TV yelling at us in the huddles and all that and just screaming his face all red. But I mean, he really like he's so loving. He do. He give us the shirt off his back, but he's he's the best dude ever. Like I I love him like he's my second father. Oh, wow. That's awesome. He's a really good dude. Let's see. Yep. Um, did you uh did you touch the waters this year? Nah, I I was going to, but like I felt like I could have if I would have done a little bit more than I would have. But I'm just gonna hear you need to do this. You need to put the ball on the ground more, and I already, I already know all that. I know what I need to do to get to that level, and I'm prepared to put that work in to do it. So I don't even worry about testing the waters. I just focused on getting back in the gym as soon as I can, getting stronger, all that. Yeah, that's what's nice. up. 
Curry passed along on Twitter asks, which loss from last season are you most looking forward to avenging? Baylor at home. And that mm. hurt my soul, especially because um, we so had close. it we had it in the bag, and I, I got the rebound. I kind of was nervous. I wanted to get the ball out of my hands. And because that's just, you know, freshman jitters, you playing in a big game, you you going to be a little bit nervous. Right. But I tried to throw the ball off to Taz and start get the fast break started. And he ended up losing it. I didn't really look because I turned around and ran. And by the time I heard the whistle blow, the ball was already out of bounds. So that that really hurt. Yeah. We ended up hanging in there for a little bit longer, but we ended up losing. And that that really hurt. I'm not even going to lie. Did you did you did you blame Taz for nah, that? No, I blame myself. I should have dribbled the ball. Quit being, quit so, being scared. Yeah, a true, a true leader, man. Deshaun Butler, man, he would have blamed me for <laughs> that. <shit. laughs> no question. Yeah. You're no probably right. I mean, it could have it could have been looked at as his fault, but ultimately, I'm the one that threw him that pass when he wasn't prepared to catch it. So. That I put him in that position, so regardless, it's my fault. It was my turnover, so. There you go. Adam B. Purdy, what are your expectations of yourself for this upcoming season? Um, That's a good question. I feel like I'm going to be one of those guys who can get you a bucket whenever you need one, whether that's a hit, knocking down an open shot, beating somebody off the bounce, or if it's – beating somebody off the bounce, making people commit to me, kicking it out for a wide open shot from one of my teammates. And then also with that, you'll see the same me from last year that was active all over the glass, trying to block everything. Also picking up some stupid fouls, but that's just the way I play. I play hard because, you know, God blessed me with this. So why would I not make the most of it and show him that, you know, thank you, God. I'm a, play hard every single time I give my 110% to my teammates, my coaches, because why would I, I want them to do the same for me. So why would I not do it for them? Amen. I like that. He also asked if you see yourself in a leadership role. Um, I really didn't, but now that I, like, I've had a leadership class, which is the funny part. And I really, that's where I kind of saw myself developing into a leader because I've now been here like the longest out of, anybody because I got here at the same time as Gabe. I got here at the same time as Taz. So Mm -hmm. all the guys under me are either freshmen, transfer, whatever, but I've still been in the system like the longest. So I'm going to have to help out the new guys, whatever it is. But I'm I'm excited to see where it goes because I'm not used to leading, but it'll be it'll be a new experience. And I'm I'm really excited for it. Yeah, I think you'll make a good leader, though. Because you have that that maturity about you and positive, you know. Yeah, I try to keep everything positive. Like, there's no need to get down on you. The coaches, they'll do that enough when they need to. So it's always good to have that positive voice, and that's what I really try to be. Nice. You're you're married, right? Nah. Where did you get that from? I ain't married. You You single? Nah, I got a shorty, but I'm not married, not yet. Y'all, y'all been together. Y'all, y'all been together the whole time you've been in school. I think like January of my redshirt year, we got together, and then 
since then. It's been paradise. How how was that for you though? Like I know a lot of a lot of girls are throwing themselves on you when you go downtown and all that stuff. How was that like staying out of the staying out of trouble? I mean, it's really easy when you know what you want in life. Like I want to have a family one day. I want to get married and I want to do stuff the right way. So a lot of people, it's easy to fall into that trap downtown. A lot of girls, a lot of pretty girls, and went, but. When you know what you want in life and when you got a good girl in your corner, it's, it's super easy to do right by her. And I just always try to do right, whatever it is, basketball, life, whatever it is. I just always try to do right. Sheesh. Yeah, I, I definitely fell in that trap at 20. <laughs> and so you know what you want out of life at the age of 20. This is crazy. Hey, but when you got you to gotta think, I'm a red shirt. I'm not even playing. Like, I'm just chilling. You don't even look at me. You think I'm not even on the team. I'm just tall. I'm skinny. I'm I'm wearing street clothes. And you see me at Texas Roadhouse, and you're like, who's that? And how it really started. She saw me at Texas Roadhouse. She didn't know who I was, what I did. And so that's kind of a different feeling because when you're in this position, a lot of girls just throw themselves at you just because. Yeah. And it really, it really, it really wasn't even like that. And that's what kind of stuck out to me. It was different. And ever since then, it's been my shorty. Nice. Happy for you. Thank you. I appreciate it. All right. Last question that we have um, from DGRA25591. How does it feel to represent and play for your home state? Uh, It means everything to me just from growing up here. um, Like I've said on this podcast before like um not really many people do what i'm doing right now and the love is just crazy i'm from here so it's a little it means more to me like than the other guys they'll lose they'll think it's whatever i'm i'm in tears i I hate losing especially because mm-hmm. i got the name of the state across my chest like this is where i'm from i'm living and dying behind this like and other people really don't see it that way, but that's why I really just go out there and give them my all because I, I'm just trying to show these kids here that they can do something with their life. They don't got to just be a normal person. You can, If you want to be a basketball player, you can be a basketball player. If you work, if you whatever it is, if you put that work in, you'll be successful. Like, And that's what I really try to preach to people. I wasn't always the best. I was, I didn't get... I didn't get to play my freshman year of high school. I was riding the bench. And I hit a little growth spurt. I started playing a lot more. And then my junior year is when it really took off for me. I grew like four inches, five, six inches in the summer. And I was like six, seven. And, but not not everyone's gonna have that experience. And if I didn't put that work in when I was six, two, I wouldn't have guard skills now. So it's like, Everything, I'm just kind of reaping the benefits that I put that hard work in when I was still kind of like not good. And it just, I stayed the course. All you got to do is stay the course and keep working. And everything will take care of itself eventually. Mm-hmm. And that's for all the 1.8. There it is. I love that. Being someone from West Virginia, I think that's a wonderful thing to say to those kids out there because I think we all felt that way at some point here in West Virginia like oh you know we're from a state and you know we can't do this or that but that's such bullshit yeah the one thing that really stuck with me it was like sixth grade it was it was one class it was like home ec home economics whatever the hell it is Mm -hmm. 
and we had a sub and he was asking everybody what they want to do i was like i want to play in the nba and he was like he just started shitting on me like saying do you know how many people even make it to d1 college do you know how many people make it to the nba i was like okay uh. okay like I t- you asked me what I want to do. I told you. You didn't go off on nobody else like that. Why you got to yeah. try to, like, do me like that? I'm right. My dreams are just as real as somebody who wants to be a doctor. You still got to put that exactly. work in. Exactly. Yes. Like, so that's just something that, like, ever since I was a kid, people been saying, I couldn't do this, I couldn't do that. And you just got to put your head down, grind, and make them haters shut up. Mm-hmm. Prove it. It's got to feel good now looking back on it going, I fucking it, told you. It feels, it feels amazing. You, rem- yeah. you, remember that feels amazing. you remember that teacher's name? I don't remember his name because he was a sub, but it was a dude with glasses. That's all I remember. <laughs> it was a dude with We're glasses. looking at you, motherfucker. No, <laughs> Whoever he is, what? thank you for the motivation. Mm. Exactly. Um, uh, y'all, y'all are going to be able to get paid next year, huh? Um, I don't even know because I don't even know what's going on with that stuff. I heard they were putting holds on it, pushing it back. So mm. I don't know with all that NIL stuff. But I hope we can because that would bless me being the hometown kid. Ooh, mm-hmm. <laughs> it would bless. Sure. Me. You, you know about uh, managing your money well, or do you blow it at the lake and uh, at the crab shack and all these other places mm. you go to? I like to spend my money on food a lot. I just get, I just eat too much. That's the problem. Like, <laughs> I just buy fast food and all that instead of just going to the store and getting something to cook. I I fall into the fast food trap a lot, and that's that's where my money goes. It's either rent or fast food, and that's really it. At least you're not spending your. Well, I guess you're not old enough to go to the bar yet. Not yet. Don't fall into that. <laughs> I definitely won't. I, I, I only drink water. Know. There we go. Just water. <laughs> I don't know. What are you laughing about, John? I don't know if he's being truthful. What do you mean? You ain't never seen because I never seen, like I, yeah, I've seen you out before, like but yeah, I don't I don't remember if you. you know That's what, what I'm mean? saying. I mean, I seen you at the lake. That's what I'm saying. I only drink water. You ask me, you're you ask good, me man. what's in the cup, it's water. Yo, you're good. You gotta cover your tracks. KJ, KJ was like that for a while <laughs> until like his senior, his senior year. I could definitely see him being like that. For <laughs> sure. <laughs> but nah, man, I ain't got no other questions, man. I appreciate you coming on the show for real. No problem. Yeah. Thank you guys for having me. Have fun. Of course, JB. Of course. I don't, I don't know what Deshaun was the whole time, but... I know, right? He's, like, disappeared. <laughs> well, you guys are jumping on you. John had 100 questions. Ash is asking the questions from the fans. I mean, I'm just sitting here listening to the answers. Yeah, I respect Day introduced it. the show. It's his time to rest. Yeah, JB do his thing, man. Yeah, John, John you could have you could have introduced the show, and Day could have been the one talking, but you were being lazy. You didn't want to do it. Yeah, once again, John, John you, heard that you heard him pause for an hour before when they asked who wanted to introduce the show. So, I, normally, I normally introduce the show, you know what I mean? Deshaun listens still. That's what I mean. Deshaun's a listener now. Once again, man, passion narratives of how you want to. But nah, JB, uh... You know, Hugs put a big emphasis on, like, the alumni. And, like, as you know, all of us all come back in the summertime. Yeah. We got the alumni locker room. Normally, 
were allowed in the practice practice facility. I'm not sure how that's going right now. Like, is there a lot of rules still? Um, not not really. You just gotta either have a recent negative COVID test or you gotta have at least one vaccine shot. I think I don't know. But well, I don't know hopefully, sure. uh, hopefully we can be in there with y'all this summer, man. I, I feel like we missed out last summer For sure. just not being able to. To work out with y'all and, and so, see the development. It was so team. different last year than anything. Yeah, it was crazy. But uh, yeah, man, if you you got any questions, man, don't hesitate to ask. I know Deshaun and KJ, you know those NBA guys, they could probably help you a lot more than I can. But uh, anything else, man, just don't don't hesitate to reach out and ask, man. For real. Yep, I appreciate it. Thanks for listening to the show. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Final Forecast or call us at 304-807-9098. Jalen, man, we really do appreciate you joining us on the show today. Thank you, guys. Appreciate you guys, all of you. Once again, I'm your host, Deshaun Butler, and that was another episode of the Final Forecast. Jay Flo, you did a great job of interviewing as usual. Ashley. Thank you. The lovely co-host Ashley. She did another amazing job. Dave was Dave. Dave was Dave. Thanks for joining our show. (laughs) They saw you all right over there, buddy?